The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. Welcome back to the Brandon Peters Show, and this is still the series we are calling The Summer of 82 at 40. And this is the Summer of 82 at 40 music video series, where we will take a look at one of the music videos from the Casey Kasem Top 10 that we talked about on the previous episode of the week. Hopping in here today to kick this portion off from the Bob and Tom Show and our very own MC of the Brandon Peters Show, Jessica Osman. Hello. I'm ready to rock. Oh. Brandon. I don't know what people did back in 82. Did they, they did. do the horn? Dio was or... around. Dio was around. That started in the 70s. Although the songs we're talking about, maybe not so hard. I yeah. didn't get any heavy metal songs. Oh, but you, you did get this one. Jessica, uh, 1982. You were not alive. Nope. Not even a sperm. I was zero, but you were negatives here at this yeah. time. So. I think my parents were getting, they, they got married in 82. So that's cool. Oh, there you go. That's, yeah. That's there. That's why. Yep. That's why you're here. At the, in the summer of 82, did they get married? Uh, it was the fall. But I bet they uh, got hot and, you know, heavy in this. Ew, I don't want to talk about that. That's gross. Maybe oh. they got engaged to some of this. They music. were doing wedding planning, at least. In yes. The, like, yes. Absolutely. Ugh. They were excited in the summer of 82 because the fall was going to be awesome. Couldn't that's wait right. to get through it. And. They had the music videos and uh, movies to entertain them while they waited that we're mm-hmm. talking about in this series. Um, especially this first one this week is I Love Rock and Roll, which is the lead single from Joan Jett's sophomore album of the same name. Her first with the backing band, The Black Hearts. The song is a cover of the 1975 song by The Arrows. Jett originally recorded it with members of the Sex Pistols for her first album, but it wound up a B-side for You Don't Own Me. For this album, when she re-recorded The Black Hearts, it became the number one on the Billboard Hot 100 for seven weeks. It's the only number one for this band. Uh, between physical sales and digital, it's multi-platinum, uh, having sold almost four million copies. The album it's on only sold uh, a million, by one-time platinum. And it peaked at number two, that album did, on the Billboard 200. And uh, this is the first week uh, on the show, on the Casey Kasem Top 10, where it wasn't. It had just gotten knocked off the Top 10 by Jessica. Do you know what knocked it? You want to take a guess at what song knocks it off the Top 10 to start the summer of 82 at 40? Oh, uh, was it? This is uh, good trivia, because Scott, Scott Meadows was like, what? Okay. Uh, Johnny Cougar. No. It was knocked off by Vangelis for the Chariots of Fire theme. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, what? Sc- we were trying to think of, like, what scores, like, hit, like, pop radio like that. Like, I, like, trying to think. I'm like, I know, like, the Phantom Menace, when that came out, the Duel of the Fates was, like, big on TRL. But, like, selling, like, a, a 
like a piece of musical score is like on the radio. Yeah, it's like was the Star Wars theme like on the radio? Like yeah, like didn't get excited, and so it would, would actually chart. Yeah, like or... this, it's crazy. So yeah, but it knocked this one off and then drops like a rock. Not to spoil for upcoming episodes about Vangelis, uh, Chairs of Fire. But so yeah, Joan Jets. I love rock out. Is this a case? This is a case where we know this version of the song better than the original, right? Yeah, I don't think I realized. It. It was a cover. Mm-hmm. Things I learned on this podcast. That's it's right. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. And Britney Spears would cover it after, and it would sound like this one. Um, but uh, the song did have another re-release for and music video for Wayne's World Two, and we're talking about the original one though, not that one. It's just her and the band on stage and clips from Wayne's World Two playing. So, but it was a redone, re-release single. Uh, like with a new music video, um, which is uh, directed by Arnold Levine. This music uh, music video, he did a lot of meatloaf videos, uh, like all the bad out of hell stuff, like Paradise by the Dashboard Light, Two Out of Three Eight Bad, uh, videos for Kansas, Aerosmith, Loverboy, Bruce Springsteen, Billy Joel. Just a music video guy. He's uh, a good go-to, right? Yeah, it's like, hey, we need a we need a rock video, man. You got it? All right, send me over. So this one, I mean. This one uh, is kind of very music video-y, where it's basically a bar on a lazy afternoon, and Joe Jett shows up, rocks the place out, and it fills, and she leaves. It's over. But, but it's black and white, so it's artsy. It's got its uh, vintage vibe. I appreciate that. Do you know why it's black and white? I don't. Is it because it's the uh, supposed to be like the cover or the original, by chance? It, it was... So it was uh, converted to black and white after being shot in cover, color because Joan Jett did not like the look of her leather outfit in color. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, what, how did it look off? Was it, like, matchy? Yeah. You think, like, some was like, a, this is more of a pleather look, <laughs> and this is, like, a gray leather. It's a little too... Mm. Right? I don't because get it. Because it was a fine outfit. Like, I get it, it was, like, nice. a flashy color, but black leather not looking... I bet the blacks didn't match. Oh, is that what? It has to be. Where it's just like, oh, this is a faded. Or you could tell like one's super shiny and one's not. Mm -hmm. She's like, I love rock and roll, but I do not love the way my outfit looks in this video in color. That's funny. That is so funny. Well, who cares? In rock and roll, who cares? You know? That's kind of a part of it. Right? Yeah. Like. They did it on purpose. mm -hmm. But you know what? I think the black and white gives it some sort of like edge. Mm-hmm. It feels very early '80s punk rock scene. Even though she's, I mean, I don't wouldn't consider Joan Jett punk rock, but it, it definitely has that L.A. Uh, punk rock scene vibe with the coloring of the video. Black yeah. and white. But yeah, they also they also sneak in her uh, single from her previous album, "Bad Reputation," there at the beginning, which is I pretty love cool. that. I love that song. Mm-hmm. Do you think of Freaks and Geeks when you hear it? I think of Shrek. Okay, okay. Yeah. Shrek, okay. I'll admit that. There you go. That's fair. That's fair. I was thinking Freaks and Geeks with Bad Reputation, like, for some, uh, because it's that, well, I believe that was the opening credits music for it. But yeah, she spiced the place up. So there's like a Joan Jett cam in this, where it's like, just like following her around as she's facing it, singing, dancing, all that stuff. And like everybody in the bar, singing, dancing, and clapping when that chorus hits. Like, mm-hmm. they have the 
clap down. They're teaching you how to, you know, when you hear the song, this is what you will do Mm -hmm. for the next, you know, 40 plus years. Yes. You come see us at the bar or uh, the club or wherever we're playing. Mm -hmm. This is what we do. And it still happens. (laughs) We're probably going to stop playing our instruments for a second and just give it to you, the crowd, to do it too. Like, because it's Mm -hmm. really easy to do that, but we're going to get you in there. So there you go. I like that song. It's a nice female rock anthem. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Female left. There's a lot of great ones in the early 80s. I mean, all those runaways wound up having some good solo careers themselves. Um, Whether it be power ballads or just rocking out. Yeah. There's some good stuff in this, this era probably a good heyday for a lot of this stuff um yeah it it like they it goes from this like loungy just like nothing going on in the middle of the afternoon to like the ultimate like liveliest l- leather and spikes clad riding with music love in the afternoon bar yep she's like, singing on top of the bar too yes oh she's taking which, over which is fucking dangerous by the way i've never done it i wouldn't do it have you done it? I'd be scared. No. Oh. <laughs> there was one time at the uh, the Universal City Walk in uh, Studio City, California, at the Howl at the Moon. We were there for my buddy Dave Fallen's birthday party, and we like they. It's the dueling piano bar. If you don't, mm-hmm. for some reason, for all my twelve and under listeners. It's where you're going to go as soon as you're 21. Yeah, it's a very a lot of money for one bucket with 30 straws, and yeah, yeah. It can also on certain nights if you go to one, it can be a real sad place. Um, crowd wise, crowd wise, it's a lively place though. Dueling piano bars, and sometimes like this. I don't know if this is a Howl at the Moon everywhere, but at least in the Studio City Universal City Walk, they everybody who works there can get lively at some point, doing whatever. And one of the things they were doing is like the bartenders, bar, they get on the bar, they do some dancing or like shh, clap, you know, get everybody into it, into a song. And we were there and one of them, it was that moment, she's on the bar and she was in like heels or whatnot, the bartender, and she's all da da da, or maybe she was a server, I can't remember. And bars serve drinks. To drunks. They're slippery. Mm-hmm. And they're also meant to be slippery so you can slide things around there. Yeah. She was doing some sort of stomp thing, hit her foot, slipped up, and like falls back on like shelves of glass. Uh, and that thing went shattering, came down. Oh my gosh. Saw the whole thing. I like, me and my friends, we did run over to like help up and everything and it was a disaster like i can't remember if she was bleeding or i think she wound up being just kind of spooked i'm not hurt i'm just embarrassed <laughs> like, it was ever i mean it was one of those like shells where they have all like the wine glasses and stuff neatly yeah it was almost like it was a stunt set up to have that happen oh, but this was man. no accident this was it was loud as hell and scared, like it was almost like you saw it in slow motion, like you saw the foot hit and do. Oh, did the piano players ah! at least stop, or did they keep playing? Like, well, we got a good question. I don't remember. Oh, I would think everything would just stop. Like, yeah, it was. Oh, 
it was insane. It was, it was, it was yeah, one of the craziest things you'll ever see. Good to but know. Talk about that. You, you just danced on the bar. Yeah. Plucked my mind with that story. But yeah, <laughs> that was, oh gosh, that was probably like 15 years ago now. Crazy. Crazy. Scared for Joan Jett in this video. Scared. <laughs> So they toweled up the bar a little bit, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not wearing stilettos, maybe some like Harley boots. Actually, I didn't see her shoes. I didn't Were see they stilettos? Her. I don't know. I feel like it just be like some boots, like yeah, she'd been shit kickers in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, the, regardless, there, there's something instantly iconic about this with the simplicity of the concept, the sort of unclean black and white look to it, and the song, like. Yeah, this video makes sense for this song. Like, mm-hmm. unlike there, there's a video you and I are going to talk about later this summer because we're recording this in sessions. That I don't know that the video makes sense for the song, but we'll talk about it later yes. on. But yeah, so this one, this just fits. It's fun. It's not nothing deep to this music video. There's another one. There's another hit she has later in the summer, but uh, this was probably the better video, better song for it to choose because going through these we're, these are all going to be from the Casey Kasem's top 10 videos from it and I try to pick the most uh, interesting songs, videos, and people to kind of, you know, seed through. Her other top hit from the summer was Crimson and Clover um, that charted, but this one I think uh, it's a good one to kick off. You know, put yeah. another dime in the jukebox, baby. So it's a nice well. rock anthem. It's a nice rock Crimson anthem. Clover is really pretty though. It is, like it is. Video was kind of straight basic, so I was like, eh. This one actually had some artistic edge to it. Right. But she's got a lot of cool stuff. But yeah, I'm happy to talk about Joan Jett uh, here. Like uh, last year, I think I talked about Pat Benatar. And I was like, I need to get more of these. This in here. And here I am like over a year later with Joan Jett. But, you know, cool stuff, cool stuff. But, you know, that'll do it for this week on uh, the Brandon Peters Show's Summer of 82 at 40. The first week of such and jessica she'll be back here for another video in a few weeks so she ain't going anywhere uh hey, but until for then let me talk about the 80s with you this hey no so problem exciting. it's so good so good uh but uh until then let people know where they can keep up with you uh over on twitter at jn allsman and instagram at jessica allsman or if you uh listen to the bob and tom show you can find out more there at bobandtom.com awesome also jessica and i will be appearing at popcon this summer uh, should be a month from when this drops, or shortly. It's a pop right there. The pop popcom. We'll be doing another live <laughs> show, so stay peeled to social media for details and such. If you don't hear them on the show, go there because from here on the summer, the show's been pre-recorded. So what? if I get back to adding stuff, random th- things, sure. But. Yeah, so stay peeled to my social media stuff for details on that, which is on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at Brandon4KHD. The show returns Monday with Scott and I discussing the second week of May 1982, which includes Conan the Barbarian. Yes. Until then, stay film positive. Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Olsman. Theme song by Metavari. 
Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. The Summer of 82 at 40 and News of the Moment themes by Press Maxson. Additional information on this and other episodes at thebrandonpetershow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at thebrandonpetershow.com. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found.